This is Balls in the Ring. Uh, welcome to uh, a brand new episode of uh, The Bulls in the Ring. Uh, Tom was just talking to me for a little bit before we went on the air, and I'm about to throw up everywhere. Tom, how, how are you doing? You holding your lunch? Uh, I had a fun day at work today. Yeah. It sure sounds like I wish we could talk about your day at work. But yeah. In three years. Yeah. <laughs> It was an exciting one. Yeah, uh, yeah. I'm a little bit tired today. In all honesty, I just it, it was just a long day. I was on my feet like pretty much the entire day, and just a uh, very very fast paced day for me. I guess you could say I was just moving the entire day. It was just weird stuff after weird stuff. Well, that's what makes the day go by faster, don't you? Don't you agree? Yes and no, because like certain things you can get stuck on and it's just like, you're waiting for it to end. You're waiting for it to end and it won't. Uh, so it can be a little bit monotonous on that end where I don't mind it, but I wish that there was a way to expedite a lot of things that go on. And I know we're being very vague about what's being talked about, but it's just, no one wants to I wouldn't know, know how to explain. Like almost like if you're a bank waiting for like a transaction to come through, you're doing work, but you have no time to get it done. Right. You know, you have nothing to do till it actually goes through. Mm-hmm. Okay. But yeah, that that was my day. I was just uh, just been a long day. I hear it was you. hot and it was just everything about it. Yeah. I uh, my day wasn't nearly as exciting as yours. I, I actually had to go into the office yesterday and today. Uh, and yesterday, we're, uh, I got in there earlier for overtime. So, like, the last two days, I've been waking up at, like, 5 a.m. Uh, the other day, I had to wake up at 4.45 to get to work at 5.30. So, I'm I'm beat. I'm, I'm pretty tired. I'm not used to waking up that early these days because I'm so used to working from home. So, <clears throat> so I'm a little tired. Luckily, I'm working from home. T- uh, I worked from home yesterday, Friday. So, okay. Yeah. But and, um, so uh, what do you what are you smoking tonight? I have a uh, man of war. Oh, those are good. Great. Those are good. But, yes, it's a little bit light for my liking. I wish it was more of a a, a Madura, but it, it's almost like kind of in between. But okay. it's not bad. It's it's well needed after today. Mm-hmm. It was. Uh, yeah. It was one of those days where th- this is just very relaxing right now. I hear that. Um, I'm actually smoking um, a Blackbird. Now, if you remember last episode, I said I got a couple cigars that like had different uh, labels, different colored labels. I think I had like an orange one or something. This one's blue, and I actually kept the label on this time and, and wanted to get this out of the way before I took the label off and lost it. But it's a Blackbird cigar, which is I never heard of it until a couple weeks ago. And the brand is called Finch, 
like the guy from American Pie. Uh, and I just lit it, so I can't really give too much of an explanation on it. It is a very light leaf, which you just said you're not really about, which is fine, but I am. Um, so far, so far, so good, but I'm only two puffs in. All right. Yeah, but I like it. It's pretty good. I'm going to see if there's any more when I go back to the cigar place this weekend. I haven't, I haven't been there in a few weeks, so my supply is really running low. I've been smoking my pipe a little bit more um, because it just, uh, you know, I was away last week and then just didn't really have time this week, so. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, my, my, mine is running low as well, but I'm, I don't want you to get crazy when I tell you this, but I do want to cut down a little bit. Oh, God, here we go. See, and you're rolling your eyes right now. What the hell's happening to you? No, 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 because I'm you're literally saying, smoking, you like, five drink. a day. This is, well, all right, we'll cut down to four, and, and that's okay. Yeah. Don't, yeah. I'm losing I'm not going to cut time. it out completely. I'm I can't, losing I can't cut it out completely, but I do want to, I do want to at least bring it down a little bit, because, I, I mean, can't. I am just, I am freaking burning through cigars like they're going out of style you don't drink during the podcast anymore i think we're, i don't know this is this is sad it's a sad day i feel like i don't know you anymore <laughs> again like i said it's not you look that like i want to stop you look like it's michael just... douglas from falling down like i don't even know who this person is anymore <laughs> i'm doing this show with now you're gonna go crazy about a mcdonald's hamburger next next week or something or Carrying a briefcase across LA? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> I will not get a crew cut. I will not wear a, you know, a shirt and tie. In all honesty, and I'm and I'm being serious. Like I'm telling you, you gotta go back to the crew cut. Like I think it would do you well. Like you would really look like Mike with those those uh those black uh, rimmed glasses. You'd have it down pat. Get a shirt and tie. The one thing I did like about him, I believe, didn't he wear a short sleeve t shirt or a, yes. a short sleeve dress shirt? Well, yeah, he was in L.A. It was hot as fuck. Remember, you walked across the yeah. hot city. And I get I get yelled at by my wife all the time whenever we have to wear a uh, whenever I have to wear a suit because I only like wearing a uh, a short sleeved dress shirt, mm-hmm. and she's like, it doesn't look good, and I'm like, I don't care because I I sweat. I'm like, I like being comfortable, it's even cool. in winter, like when we have winter uh, events. I like wearing a short sleeve. Yeah, you know, it's more, um, that's more of like an office type of shirt. Like, you wear like that if you, like, work from an office. That's not really a shirt you wear to, like, a wedding. Or a, a dinner. I mean, well, I, I wore it could, to, uh, JP's wedding. Okay, well, that's, that's, that's different. Because that's kind of like a beachy sort of atmosphere, correct? Newport. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was. I was probably the only one in a short sleeve uh, dress shirt. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so you really would look like Michael Douglas from Falling Down. Then. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I wish I would have seen that. And and the funny thing is, I like like an all white shirt, and the wife hates it because she's like, it just. At least if you have color, it kind of like takes away from it. You know, it being a short sleeve. Yeah. But when. When it's white, it's like, she's like, it's so noticeable. You know, and I'm like, I don't care. She's right. Unless you have, like, a crazy tie, uh, you wearing a white shirt, like, you're, there's nothing to look at. Yeah. And she is I like, about that. I like a white short sleeve dress shirt and a black tie. That's it. You really are you're turning into him. <laughs> That's what he wore. Yeah, exactly. That's the... 
when, without a doubt, the most plainest thing you could wear. Uh huh. I think I think he had black. I don't remember what color pants. I think they were like just like like those that off those office slacks. Like, was it were they black pants? I don't even remember. Yeah, I can't remember that. But yeah, that that's my normal. Uh, that's my normal. If I could pick a uniform to wear for dress up, if you will, that would be it. Yeah, they were black. They were black. And he had a stri- okay. he had a black and white striped. I think it's black and white. A striped, like horizontally striped tie. Oh, okay. And a briefcase and a gun, according to the poster. Okay. So you're uh you're like eighty five percent there. You just need the briefcase. Yeah. Yeah. I used to actually have one for work for my job. Well, there you go. Oh, yeah, go but it it fell apart, and I, I was tired wave. of, like, duct taping it. Yeah. <laughs> Tell you, first fucking heat wave, when I hear about you in McDonald's going crazy, but the hamburgers <laughs> not looking like they do in the pictures. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you you were just recently on a, uh, I guess you could say a mini vacation. Would you consider, like, you go on, like, a lot of, like, weekenders. Don't you? Yeah, we. Uh, I had a tour de force last week. We uh, first, my parents and my sister and her family rented a beach house in Lavalette down the shore. Mm-hmm. So they rented it for the week, and it so happened to be the same week I was on vacation. So, me, the wife, and the kid took a trip Sunday, stayed with them till Tuesday morning, came home Tuesday, packed, and then the next morning we headed off to. Uh, uh, Cape Cod, um, Hyannis. It's called Hyannis, the, the little town we were in. We've never been to Hyannis before. Okay. Um, good, very nice place. First night we went and got, um, went to this place called Spanky's, which is a, it's like right on the docks, and uh, I got a lobster, which I was very happy about. I said, all I want to do down there is get a lobster, because that's, uh, if you're in Cape Cod, you, you got to eat seafood. It's like going to Italy and eating Italian. You got to, yes. you got to line it up. Um, so the second day, we, uh, we we took a walk in the town. And they had a um, a kind of like a bar or grill kind of place called the Flashback Cafe, which is like had had like a, a bunch of arcades lining the wall, and you could play them while you're waiting to eat. So oh, okay. we, yeah, That's... we did. Now it yeah that part was cool and has a lot of like eighty stuff. Like there's a they had like a Darth Vader stormtrooper. They had like Ninja Turtles around and shit like that. Uh, food was very mediocre. <laughs> okay. We were very, a little disappointed with that. Uh, probably one of the worst plate of nachos I've ever had. <laughs> and really? That's, that's hard to fuck up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it was It was kind of good, but they had, like, the nacho cheese on the bottom, which I didn't... Oh, so you had to, like, scoop it? Yeah, and but it, it kind of, like, it made the nachos at the bottom, like, very soggy. And we talked about how we don't like soggy food very much. So that kind of was a little bit of a turnoff. I had a burger, which was a, was not bad. It's you know it's a burger, but the atmosphere itself was good. I played a, I played a lot of arcade games, and uh, I took my daughter. We played a Cruisin' USA, the car game. She, she did she didn't really do well, but I, I kicked her ass. <laughs> so I'm glad you did. I, yeah, you know I, I'm not you, you show easy. dominance at a young age. Exactly. You don't let I, them win. Listen, I'm not going to go easy on you because you're my kid. Yeah. You know you got to be the. Or less than two years old. You know, to be the man, you got to beat the man, and I'm the man, I'm the man in this family so far. So you gotta you gotta train them young. Mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah, so we stayed till Saturday. It was, it, it was, we had a nice time. But, you know, coming home, you know, we, st- we stopped in Mystic. Our plan, because it's a, it's a, it's a four-hour, four-and-a-half-hour trip door-to-door from where I, where I live to Hyannis. So our plan was we were going to stop in Mystic and go to uh, Mystic, the Mystic Aquarium, which is a great aquarium. We uh, now there's like a little like uh, there's like shops. It looks like a little village, but like there's a like bunch an of old shops. timey village. Yeah, you know what I'm talking about. Okay, I was there. That's where I picked up my donuts. Yeah, there's a Deviant Donuts there. That's where we went and got our donuts. Yeah, and I didn't know this until afterwards as we were leaving. My wife said, "Oh, there's a Deviant Donuts there." I'm like, "Why didn't you? Why didn't you tell me this?" Tom, I'm like, I goes, Tom was talking about this the other day. I wanted to try them. But anyway, so we got out of the car, and, and now we were in Cape Cod, which wasn't as hot. It was like maybe 80 degrees, and we're on the water, so it wasn't that bad. But apparently back here at home, you guys were going through this major heat wave. Yeah. So we got out of the car, and it was so brutally hot. Like, when she went into one of the stores, I had to sit with the, with the baby underneath, like, a shade of trees where, like, a ton of people were because it was so hot. And we were like, you know what, like, let's just grab lunch and get back on the road because it was, we couldn't walk around there because Mystic is half outside. Yeah. Um, it took, like, we didn't get, we left at 10 o'clock in the morning. We didn't get home till like, 6 o'clock because we had so much traffic in Connecticut coming home. It was just, it was awful, man. So Connecticut I, is terrible with it, traffic. Yeah, and it was on a Saturday afternoon, which made it even worse. So it's uh, I, I feel like I needed a vacation from my vacation because it was just constant on the go, and it was rough. But it was a nice week. It was a nice week off, and you know, I got a little color, which I'm happy about. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I did not go on vacation, and. Uh, <laughs> The only time I got a little bit of color was when I was uh, mowing the lawn, and I don't know what is going on with it. Uh, I've seen your property. You you have a you have a what I would consider a bearable um, lawn to mow because you mow by hand. Oh, uh, there's a ground crew that does it. Okay. Yeah. I do mine now by hand because our tractor broke. So I and I'm dying out there now. I mean, it's it's just so hot, and it, I end up doing like four miles of walking just in the yard to get it done. You and have a big front lawn that, yeah, like, and it's like bleeds over into your backyard, so you really have no break. Oh, I can't find the shit, so maybe you can find Oh well, <laughs> the wife cannot find the dog's poo, so I'm gonna end up finding it when I mow the lawn the next time because I'm gonna step in it. There's That's, a guarantee on that one. Isn't that good luck? Uh, not for me, <laughs> but, uh, uh, now I'm getting yelled at for leaving grass clippings on the ground because apparently I'm supposed to pick them up as I'm doing it. Yeah. Uh, no matter what, I just get yelled at. So, um, Yeah. Okay. I, I couldn't see you there. <laughs> Jesus it, it Christ. stopped out there. <laughs> but uh, I had to do it on Friday. <laughs> I had a good chuckle there from uh, Joe. I had to do it on Friday, and then I had to do it yesterday. So it was like, it just keep, or no, uh, 
I did on Tuesday. It just like keeps just it just it's growing like insane. Well, it's been and I think I'm gonna have to probably do it on Saturday again. But yeah, that that, that was my uh, my lovely week along with work. Wow. Uh, supposedly, I'm gonna be taking a week off in August, and it's a staycation, which I cannot stand. I just I hate being at home. If like I'm gonna burn time, I'd rather be on vacation, mm-hmm. like going somewhere. But that'll be that. But okay. It is what it is. It, it, with this whole fucking kung flu and everything, it's just it, like she just gets worried that like they're gonna tell us you have to wear a mask or like you can't do this because of that, and and she knows I'm gonna flip out like at the people. So she's like, I just don't want to go anywhere because you're gonna you're gonna end up yelling, and it's like. It's what I do. I don't know. Interesting. So yeah, you you are very low tonight for whatever reason. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know why. I'm I'm. Uh, and you're very loud. So I don't know okay. what's. Uh, yeah, I don't know what's what's up. But whatever. We're not listening to it. <laughs> no. Not our problem. That's right. Did you uh, did you watch any of the All Star game last week? Baseball, no. Okay. I, I'm, I, I'm getting more and more fed up with sports, and it's just it's really getting annoying. Well, uh, but uh, there is something I did want to bring up. But was, uh, before I get to that, I, uh, I put a little money on the home run derby. I was in Jersey as I mentioned last Monday, so uh, the home run derby was on, and I put uh, ten bucks on Pete Alonso from the Mets. Um, so I'm surprised you're not really back into baseball because this guy he's like the he's like the Mets stud. He's kind of like the Aaron Judge for the Mets, and he's a good guy. I like him a lot. So I put ten bucks on him, and uh, he won. He won fifty bucks. So I was I was oh, look at that. I, I won fifty bucks. So yeah, I was I was I was very happy about that. Um, but uh, so one thing that was brought up in the previous week that I wanted to bring up to you is that they're gonna. St- they're going to start having the uh, – I don't even know how to put this in football. They're going to start playing the uh, – I guess you would call it the Black National Anthem? Yes. What, do you know – I have no idea what the Black National Anthem is. is and, it, and you know what? Is it NWA? I, I, this is my thing with this. Okay, you have this. Well, why can't there now – like at what point are we going to stop now? Because there could be, you know, you, now you are part um, Italian, and let's put it this way: when Italian immigrants came over here at the turn of the century, they were treated like shit. Yes, we were. That's why they were. They called us wops. Yeah. So now, what are we? Are is there going to be if a group of Italian Americans now start getting um, feeling that they've been prejudiced against? Are we going to have to have the Italian national anthem, the Italian American national anthem, or the Irish Italian national anthem, or you know, Jewish people because of the Holocaust? And I'm not downplaying any of these things; they were all bad things that happened to a group of people. But at what point do we stop? We had the we have the national anthem because it is the American national anthem. It's not segregated by color; it's for anyone, any race, creed, color, sexuality. It's encompasses everyone because that's what makes this nation the nation mm-hmm. at what point do we stop or i mean is it going to be a three-hour pregame where 
we have to we have to celebrate every single fucking nationality. Yes. And I mean, yeah, it, it, probably. It's just, and what happens if you feel that uh, you know a certain group now, you being Italian, and you feel that the whatever I, I don't I don't particularly know who um, was prejudiced against them. You know, could it have been a religion? Could it be this? And now the Italian when. The Italian people, when a certain other national anthem is playing, they're going to kneel. Like, at what point does this stop? At what point does this stop cannibalizing each uh, other? Give it another ten years, it'll stop. We've gone down this road. Yeah, I mean, we come down this road, and it's like you've now you 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 veered off, and now there's two separate lanes. But now, are we going to have subsets coming off of that? I mean, it's it's to the point where you know, if I was, and I'm just using this as a, as it for instance. I'm a transgender, um, LBGQ, um, black female. Do, do I have to have like six different national anthems playing for me? Probably. I mean, at what point does all of this just stop and we just go back to being Americans? Never. Never. I, I really it's, do feel it's it, going to be that way. It's, it, it's never going to. It's, it's never going to go back yeah, because it's, we've it's, we've gotten to the point where now it's we're at this focal end. Yeah, it's going to be like this for a while, because um, it, it's just, it, it seems like it's never running. I feel like since we've been doing this podcast, it's been like this. So you're talking three years now? It's ridiculous. You're right. It's, how come, you're right. Like We've been, we've been uh, us Italians have been really just through the ringer the last 20 years. Like the Sopranos came out. Everyone thinks we're fat, Ita- fat Italians who kill people. And yeah. then the Jersey Shore came out, and we're fist pump, fist, uh, fist bumping idiots. We get no, we get yeah. no breaks. Where's my national anthem, NFL? Yeah, it, it it really is getting to the point of just being absolutely ridiculous. And again, you you're there to watch a game. You're you are. When I go to a sporting event, I don't think about politics. I don't think about my job. I don't think about anything. Other than watching a sporting event, I don't need to be told about politics, uh, about social injustice. This na- I'm, I'm there to watch a game. I don't care about any of that because I'm paying for a ticket, and that that's really where it makes me not want to go to any type of sporting event um, that starts doing this. Like I know uh, because of Pete Alonso, I guess winning the home run derby, the Mets did a uh, did a promotion where they were giving like eighty percent off weekday tickets. And oh, yeah. there was a there was a game against the Nationals that like I think the tickets were when I when I purchased them and they they were like way upper deck seats but I'm fine with that I, I never liked sitting up close but they were like three dollars and eighty cents a ticket and I'm like you know what no I'm not even going to give them that because I know if I go to the game I'm going to end up buying you know food there uh, you know some sort of souvenir for the kids dessert this that and the other pay for parking and it, at the end of the day it's going to be a, even though the tickets are three dollars four dollars each it's going to be a 150 dollar night and i'm like i refuse to give these people fucking money i'm like really to the point of, i just don't want to go to sports anymore yeah yeah well i don't know how much entertainment you have left all these concerts keep getting canceled <laughs> yeah <laughs> Well, I mean, I guess maybe this is a good time to, uh, since we're talking about sports and concerts, 
maybe take a trip to the graveyard because I know someone that we will never be able to see in concert again, and that is uh, Biz Marquis. Uh, I have never seen him in concert, so I missed out. Did you? I never did. No. Yeah, he uh, he passed away. We just weren't friends. <laughs> Good one. Uh, I didn't really. Uh, I really remember. <laughs> I you know I, I first of all I I, I hated that song. I honest to God hated that song, but uh, it's sad that he died. I remember him from uh, Men in Black when he the, was the beatboxing alien. Yes, and he, uh, he he dabbled in some acting, but he was more known for his his rapping. He died. You think he was like fifty eight? Yes, he died of Sugarfoot. Diabetes. Yep. That's that's that sucks. That's terrible. Yeah, I, I mean, not a not a big name guy for an entire career, but made a very big mark for what he had. You know, ended up having a moniker being the crown. The uh, I, I hate saying these these two words together. It's like you know when you can't say two words together. Crown Prince. I have to say it slowly of hip hop. Clown Prince. Yes. Clown, not crown. Crown. Yeah, clown. Clown, like ha ha. Yeah, ha. My joke to you. Yes. <laughs> Am I clown? Yeah, he was the clown prince of hip hop. Uh, yeah, I guess he kind of was. Because I mean, that song, that, that just a friend song, was kind of like a joke. It was a real song, but it was it was. Like oh yeah. Tongue well, I mean, Because like... you ever listen to oh this, his other shit? Is, it's rap, and that's like a very pop song. Yes. I mean, I guess he kind of. He knew what he was doing. He, I mean, it definitely crossed over, and it's become a pretty big hit. Even all these years later, it kind of had a revival several years ago, where like it was all over the place. And then, um, but yeah, yeah, I guess uh, I guess he would be the clown prince of hip hop. Yeah, he did. I mean, he, the, 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 that was probably the pinnacle of his career. I know that he went on to. Uh, I think he was on a serious channel. He was. He did like a. Uh, I guess a DJing of it. Probably. I think everybody had a serious show at one point. <laughs> yeah, so he was doing that. But, uh, yeah, he, he is uh, no longer with us. The Again, the Sugarfoot got him. Yes. I'm trying to see what, like, where he made appearances. Like he, I know he, he was in a, he was in a bunch of, uh, like, small roles in movies. I'm trying, and I'm trying to look it up, and I can't, he was in The Living Color. A couple of times, um, Meteor Man, that fantastic movie. Okay. Um, yeah, I guess really, really hasn't been much. <laughs> but he was a big dude. He was yeah. A, he was in a big dude. Uh, but yeah, he was a, a big beatboxer. That was his thing. And if you ever listen to some of his other songs, they're actually pretty decent. Like he had like that that underground hip hop sound. Yes. Yeah, but again, his bread and butter came from uh, that one god-awful song that just all these drunk chicks in college sing along to. But I guess another big guy that died, and he ended up being a small guy at the end, would be uh, Mr. Wonderful. Paul Orndorff. Paul Orndorff, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I saw, uh, like a, I, guess, I guess you could call it a meme... Um, 
and it said all of Hulk Hogan's opponents for the first six WrestleManias are all dead. Yeah. And it's it that hits, man. That's that's really really fucking weird. It's uh, you know, you have uh, Roddy Piper and Orndorff in one. Two was King Kong Bundy. Three was Andre. Four was uh, Andre again. Five was Macho Man. And six was was the Ultimate Warrior. Um, he um he wasn't doing too well the last couple of years. No, remember, the cancer got him. Yeah, yeah, I remember hearing a lot of reports that he wasn't doing well. Like maybe like the last two years, it, every now and then there'd be something out that like his his health is failing and all that stuff. Um, but he was um he was a big dude. He never really got through that glass ceiling though. Like he kind of just uh, like he dabbled in the main event, but he didn't really like. I don't think he won any world championships anywhere. No, he, he he never, it seemed like he, and I don't know if it was maybe just maybe because of his attitude, but it didn't seem like he was like that. I mean, he was married for 50 years, so he probably was a very, and maybe that was a little bit of it. Mm-hmm. You know, he was obviously a family man for being married, especially in that type of industry yeah. for that long especially during that like time the, period. Yeah, like you said, the 80s where like everyone was pretty much cheating on the significant other. Yeah, he kind of kept it you know, home for 50 years, they were married. Uh, and it was his high school sweetheart. So, I mean, like he was probably with her even longer. Wow. Uh, and just, they never really maybe gave him that push or maybe he wasn't just that interested in it. Yeah. I mean, who knows? I don't know. I mean, I guess just, uh, you have it or you don't. I mean, not that, not that he didn't have it. He just really couldn't break through. He won the AWF heavyweight championship, which is the American wrestling federation. It's, wasn't a very big promotion. Uh, he was the uh, WCW TV champion one time, uh, tag champ with uh, Jimmy Snuka and Paul Roma. Um, yeah, he was the WWE class of 2005. He was part of. It, most of his accomplishments happened when he feuded with Hogan. He won Feud of the Year in PWI for '86, Most Hated in '86, uh, Match of the Year for his WrestleMania one main event. It's, I mean, he, I mean, he won like he he wrestled everywhere, but and he won like a lot of like the small time championships, like tags and uh, you know Southern State champion in the UWF, which I don't even, I never even heard of the Southern State championship. Uh, so he, I mean, legendary career. Don't get me wrong; he's a legendary name, but he just never really broke through. And he had the physique to do it. I, I think like his mic skills kind of brought him down. He wasn't yeah. really known as a mic guy. He just had the uh, the physical side See, down pat. So, yeah, but a uh, I guess like a hell of a football player back in the day, mm-hmm. and a running back nonetheless. Oh, really? Yeah, he was a running back. Oh, nice. So, but yeah, he uh, he is uh, no longer with us. Yeah, that's too bad. And I mean, it's really, I mean, we've talked about it all the time, but the, out of all the old school, big name, you know, main eventers, it's really coming down to like Hogan and I mean, at this point it would be Shawn Michaels would be an elder statesman, uh, Bret Hart. But I mean, that's nineties. If you're thinking eighties, there's Hogan might be the only guy left. Hogan and Flair. 
Flair, yeah, Flair. And Flair's had some close calls, man. There's been a couple times where people thought he was he was gone. Yeah. Um, I mean, his liver died a few times. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it's the truth, really. Um, yeah, but that's that's really it. I mean, how how fucking sad is that? Really, it's really it it hits you. Oh, absolutely. It really does. And, uh, I mean, not to get off Paul Orndorff right now, but uh, I'm not sure if you listen to it, but there's another podcast that I actually listen to, and I'll give the guys a shout-out. Um, it's 80s Wrestling, the podcast. It's very good. They, they really pretty much talk about, if you like 80s WWF wrestling, they are what I would consider probably the premium one to talk about it. Yeah, you know uh, what? I, um, I subscribe to that. I never really listened to it, though, but it's on my Apple... Uh podcast and I never I just you know I listen to so much fucking shit during the week I never really get around to like uh giving other ones a try and I've been meaning to try it like I said I, I, I have it on my thing and so every time a new episode comes up I get alerted um I really should give it a shot though it seems no, it's like very it's a good, good podcast. and I actually uh we we were coming back from a uh, funeral service for one of my uh wife's co-workers last week and we ended up stopping at their store because half of the the podcast team there he owns a brick and mortar store where they sell a lot of the uh, i can't remember what they call them the Wait. old action figures like the hard rubber ones is this the one from jersey yes oh this is him this is him oh no shit i didn't know that yes that's the one you always send us like they're gonna be like kevin nash was there and all those guys they do a lot of the virtual signings and this oh, and that so i didn't know that yes very nice guy. I went in the oh, store. We were we were bullshitting for about uh, probably about twenty minutes. Huh. Um, the wife was completely disinterested, but <laughs> I was driving, so I made sure we stopped there. And we were we were bsing, and he uh, he started following us on social media, and, and I already told him that I did for him, and I'm on his mailing list. So, but a, a big really? shout out to them. And if if you are a fan of what we talk about with that, they are definitely one to give a listen to. So. What's uh? What's the name of the store? Uh, the Wrestling Collector. And where is it? It is in Stockholm, New Jersey. It's right. only about twenty minutes, I'd say, from my house. Oh, so it's gotta be pretty close to me. Yeah, it's not bad. If you're if you're on twenty three, when going towards Sussex. Ooh, actually, it's pretty far from me. <laughs> it says yeah, you. It says it's an hour and a half. <laughs> Shit. Well, you got to do a lot of you got to do like a lot of backtracking to get there. Yeah, I got to go through well. I mean, it's, it's pretty deep in Jersey. It's not too far from Trenton. Mm-mm. No, it shouldn't be there. Stockholm, oh, New Jersey. Oh, wait. I, um, my, my mistake. I looked at Stockton, New Jersey, not Stockholm. Yes. I am an idiot. Stock, oh, 20 miles. Okay. So it's oh 38-minute drive. That's yeah. a lot better than an hour and a half. Yes. All right, I'm going to that- I'm gonna have to go there. Yeah, it's it, it, like I said, it's a it's a great store when it comes to all like old school stuff. He has a little bit of new stuff in there, you know, uh, new action figures or you know whatever you want to call them. But he does have a lot of old school stuff, a lot of old magazines, oh, and cool. it's like I said, it's a pretty cool store. Nice. So it's strictly wrestling. Strictly wrestling. Oh, I like that. Yeah, you send those. Uh, you send those out like couple, every now and then. I, I it just the last ones I really were into. I was going to be away. 
uh, I think they had like Brooklyn Brawler there, and I was away that weekend. Yes. And uh, yeah, I've been I've been meaning to get there. It's just every weekend that it seemed like something where there was someone good there that I wanted to get to. Something happened between yeah. you know race a NASCAR race I went to or a wedding or whatever. It just always seemed to be right when that was there. So I'm gonna attempt to make my uh, my way there. Yeah, I guess if there's anyone I really want to meet, I'll, I'll make an effort to go. That sounds like my type of place. Oh yeah, you would you would like it there. Oh, I definitely would. But uh, I guess another interesting piece of uh, wrestling news is uh, it seems like if you are a fan of uh, what is it, the Bella Twins? Yeah. Uh, Daniel Bryan is now with uh, AEW. That's the that's the strong rumor going yes. around. It was it, this broke kind of on Wednesday. Um, first, you hear about there was CM Punk. There's CM Punk news going around that he's in talks. Um, nothing's confirmed, by the way. But then later in the day, um, a couple of sites are reporting that Daniel Bryan is jumping over. Uh, I think I, I mentioned this on the pod. I, I don't know if, if we were talking off air or if I was if this was on the show, but I mentioned I think he's going to go over there. And uh, it seems like he is. And it, the weird part is, like, usually, like, these these reports are like, oh, he's, he's in talks. Uh, but the, what I'm reading is, like, there's details to his contract. Like, less dates. Like, he wants to wrestle in Japan. They're going to give him that freedom. Um, so it's, I mean, when you read stuff like that, and, and also, like, WWE hasn't mentioned him at all in months. Like, there's no more new merchandise for him coming out, which is very odd. Uh-huh. And usually the sign that someone's jumping ship or they're not going to be with the company anymore. Um, it's it's interesting. Um, and from what I've read is that they're, they were going to – I don't know if that's going to change now, but originally they're going to debut them in September when they do a live – when they do like a, um, a Dynamite, which is their show, when they do it from New York. Not Madison Square Garden, somewhere else. Um AEW is weird, man. Like they they kind of started off talking like they really want to push like young talent and like get these young names out there. But I think they're kind of strict. They're they're starting to see that like these names aren't drawing. So they've been on a hiring spree the last couple months where they pretty much any WWE guy who still can go, they're signing them. They brought in uh, Big Show and Mark Henry to do announcing on some show they're debuting soon. They have like 60 shows in a week. Uh, Christian came over. Um, yeah, so they're kind of picking up these guys. My thing, though, is that I don't think these guys are going to draw as much as they think they are. Maybe to like a core base like of internet wrestling fans who know shit or like something like that. But like they really need like a crossover a guy like someone like a John Cena or or a Rock to even be sort of taken in the same light as WWE is you know what i mean yeah because unless you i mean not Daniel Bryan and CM Punk they're not household names but people know John Cena people know uh-huh. the Rock uh, i'll even go and say Brock Lesnar people know Brock Lesnar that's that could be a good get they need someone that's going to be there and someone's going to be there all the time, not like a one-off or like every several months they come back. Like it's, they need that. And I don't think there's really anyone out there besides those three I just mentioned that would really kind of bring 
a casual someone like you, because I, I would say you're a kind of a casual viewer. Yes. Uh, someone like you know a casual viewer to, to to tune in. Maybe it'll be hot at the beginning, but I could see that fading away very fast. Um, and there really isn't too many guys out there anymore. Like you can't bring Hogan in, you can't bring Shawn Michaels, and these guys don't wrestle. Yeah. Hard, like they can't do anything. So there's no, there's really no one out there anymore to to bring in that would bring in more people. Like you don't want you want you want people that don't tune in regularly to really tune in, and I, I can't see that happening with these people they're bringing in. It'll it'll add a spark and it'll add more momentum to them, but I think we're a far cry away from it being any kind of Monday Night Wars again. Like, they're going to go on Mondays and compete with Raw, and you're going to see, like, that happen again. I don't think that'll ever happen again. So. Now, again, with AEW, do you watch it? I, I don't want to say it regularly, but, mm. I mean, on a on a casual basis? Um, I watch it, uh, I wouldn't say every week, but... Maybe out of the four shows a month, I'll, I'll catch two. And that's now, only because I don't have that much time. <laughs> yeah. You know? Now, with them, with that promotion, do they try to do what WWF did in the past, where it's long feuds, or is it like it is now, where it's like every week they're, someone, they're fighting? It's, every, it's like every week, kind of. And I think maybe that's what they would need to maybe get more of a fan base. Because, again, to give that uh, the other podcast that I was speaking of, the 80s uh, wrestling one, they talk about, and it was just a show I watched, they were, uh, or listened to, excuse me, they said that, like, they were talking about the Intercontinental Championship. Mm-hmm. And they said, like, for the first nine years of it, where it was like, it got more mainstream, obviously you had a few guys in the beginning where it just was kind of starting out, but for, like, nine years, they only had, like, 15 champs. Like, it was like a... There was it. Would, people held on to the championship for a while. The feuds lasted a long time. I think, and again, it seems like the the new way is have quick have these quick feuds and it, they're done. I don't know. Maybe going back to that old school mentality of having these long feuds might make it more interesting. I'm going to tell you right now what it is. It's it's uh, people want something now. Or not, or or they don't want it at all, and it's uh, you know pay per views every month. And what AEW does and NXT does this too is they don't have pay per views or like you know the big events every month like WWE does. What they do though is is that they'll have special shows on their weekly shows. Like uh, AEW just had Fighter Fest where they did like a two week thing where they had pay per view caliber matches on regular TV, and they just kind of put like a name to it and NXT does that too they'll do they did like a Halloween Havoc last October okay. and they just made one show like and on regular TV like a pay-per-view type of show where like big matches and like storylines were built to this show um, and that's what that's what's that's what the audience is like now they don't long like I love a long feud I love a good build-up, and like you, you really want to see these two guys go at each other. But now with like TVs and uh, all this other stuff, you're getting you're getting a lot of repeat showdowns. 
Mm-hmm. Like, especially with WWF, or WWE, I mean, they, they, once a week, you know, you're seeing the same guys fight each other. And so when they fight on a pay-per-view, it, you don't really care as much. So, I, oh, absolutely. So that's what it, it is. It's like this, uh, it's, it's like this with everything, like with, uh, you know, this instant gratification. That's what it is. Like, you want to watch a movie, it's on, like, you don't even have to go to the movies, at, well, right now you don't. You can go on HBO Max and there it is. And, like, movies are getting released to TV, uh, you know, on demand and streaming a lot quicker now. Uh, people don't want to wait anymore. And I think that the type of audience that wrestling has now is people don't want to wait three months from, you know, WrestleMania to SummerSlam or however long it is to see these two guys fight. Me personally, I like that. It's almost like boxing. Like you have to wait months and months for these two boxers to fight each other. Uh-huh. And you pay to see it because you want to see it so badly. Like with wrestling, it's, well, I'll just tune in. You don't have to tune in every week because if you're not really going to miss anything. It's the same shit over and over again. But that's that's kind of what they're aiming to, aiming for. And I think that's kind of like their downfall, because I think if they maybe did do the weekly one, and again, I don't want to say that there's jobbers, but obviously there's probably still what we would call jobbers back in the day, the Barry Horowitz, the Iron Mike Sharps, these guys. They don't do, they do that once in a while if they're building up someone that's really, really new, um... Like when uh, Braun Strowman a couple of years ago, he had his big singles push, and what they did was they started them off fighting these nobodies. You didn't know their names, so he would just destroy these guys in like a minute. And then eventually he'll start beating up on guys who like on the who are really on the roster, like these like opening acts kind of, mm-hmm. and go from there. So like the opening act guys who at one time were getting pushed. Obviously, they don't see them in the same light anymore. So now they're viewed as like job guys. Yeah, um, it's it really. Like, I don't watch. I actually watched the pay per view last week, or this this past weekend, uh, and that's like the first uh, WWE pay per view I watched in a while, probably almost a year, because it's just the it, it's it. I'm so out of it, but I'll watch NXT. I'll watch uh, AEW. And I'll kind of keep. I'll, I'll read the, the the websites and I'll look at the results just to kind of keep myself updated. But I don't feel like I'm missing anything. It's the yeah. same shit every single week, and that for guys like me and you, or guys who grew up in that era of like long feuds and like you want to tune, especially during the Attitude Area, where like you miss a week and you miss something. Um, it it, it kind of pulls us away from it a little bit. Yeah, I, I definitely think that that would be a much more, uh, if you will, attention-grabbing thing. And even right now, how long do these guys even hold the title for? Is it like for a few months at a clip? Like, could, has anyone held the title for over a year? Yeah, um, Roman Reigns is going on a year. Um, well, there's two world titles in WWE. One title gets, I mean, they, they, they hold them for a while, but those secondary titles get... I mean, the tags and the Intercontinental, they get thrown around, like, it seems like every month there's a new champion with them. Um, and to me, it almost is like, it diminishes it. It's not, it's not important, like, when, I remember the Intercontinental title was, like, a big deal. And 
now it's just like it's viewed as like just throw it on anybody kind of thing. But for the world title, even AEW, like uh, Kenny Omega, he's been the champion for several months now. So for the world title, they're, they're kind of doing that. They're, they're, these guys are keeping them on for a while. But for the secondary titles, I couldn't even tell you who's the champions with those. So, yeah. All right. Yeah, because that... that... I was watching the uh, Bret Hart documentary, mm-hmm. the the biography episode, and they, they talked about that where he said that like his favorite championship to win was the Intercontinental because it showed that that was like the working man's title. Yeah, that's like if you were a good wrestler, you got that title. Mm-hmm. And they they reiterated on that other show or the other podcast I was listening to. So they kind of it's kind of known that it was that, and now it seems. And they even said on the one, it's like watered down now. It's like very much. And I think that they need to bring something like that back. It just it. We well, it's it's the two shows. So it's, yeah. now, if they had one show, those titles would mean a lot more. But again, I don't. It's it's again, it's, it's wrestling is always on. <laughs> it's always like you don't have to wait a week to watch wrestling. Like you you watch Raw on Monday, then NXT's on Tuesday, then AEW's on Wednesday, then SmackDown's on Friday, and then. Once a month, you have a pay per view on Sunday for for WWE, and then sometimes when AEW's on, it's two pay per. It's wrestling is always on. <laughs> like there's no waiting anymore, and I I hate that. Now, do they even have like house shows anymore? Right now, no, because of the pandemic. Okay. Um, AEW, I don't think does house shows, but NXT did and WWE did, but they uh, because of the pandemic, they haven't had one in a while. I think they're gonna start. Bringing them back soon, um, but you know, house shows are fun, but like nothing happens there. Maybe yeah. once in a blue moon, something like a title will change hands. But uh, I was actually watching uh, um, Steve Austin does his uh, like Broken Skulls thing. They have like a w, like a you know a special on their their channel, and they had Kevin Nash on the other day and. Uh, and he said, like, they had me, because he won his title from Bob Backlund at, like, an MSG house show. Yes. And he said the reason why they did that is because house show numbers were so down, because no one wants to go, because nothing happens. So they did that, as in, like, look what happens if, if you can go. Like, this could happen. Like, you could see the world title switch hands. And it has happened. Like, it, I mean, it's very few and far between. Like, maybe once every two years it'll happen, or a few years. But it, it's really, it's more just like fun. Like you want to, if you want to take your kids to the house show, like you can't afford to take them to Raw, but you can take the, buy like a twenty dollars seat at Nassau Coliseum and see them there. Yeah. Yeah, I just I think that the uh, the state of it now is just it's got to. I think they got to revamp it, and I think maybe having a different, if you will, managerial thing or creative. Uh, Control over it might do that. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't think it. I think it's changed. I don't think it's, you'll never see it go back to the way how we grew up watching wrestling. It won't. It just won't happen. They'd have. I mean, they get paid so much money for like all these shows that they have to. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a TV thing. 
That's all it comes down to. It's, 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 it's these television deals and the internet. Internet ruined wrestling, too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But it's the it's these TV deals, and they expect big numbers, and they expect that's that's what it really boils down to is that they they want these ratings, so like they want these huge matchups every week. It's not like superstars or you know primetime wrestling where they were on so later, like Saturday afternoons, like you just threw anybody on there and against you know Joe Schmo from Quebec, and uh, yeah. But to me, that's how you build people, and I was I was thinking about this like all those guys that we grew up watching like they were built up every week because they would always win against these job guys and so when they finally fought like Hogan it seemed like a big deal because you always saw this guy win every single week on you know superstars or whatever it was and nowadays it's just it, it just falls flat it's not a big deal anymore yeah it's sad no I definitely get yeah where you're, where you're going with that, and it is because it, it left a, if you will, a casual fan being a casual fan. Mm-hmm. But we are, uh, I guess, we could say that there's a, we're going into our what used to be our favorite time of the year. It's uh, coming up. Football starting. What was that? I said it's coming up fall. Yes, the fall is coming and football is starting. So, I uh, I spoke with uh, one of our commissioners for the thing in fantasy footballs. Is I got the uh, invite for that, so mm-hmm. I'm excited about that. Yes, even though I don't watch any more football, but um, <laughs> hockey is also slowly coming around the uh, corner. And hockey just ended. Yes, <laughs> but it's back. It's, it's they uh, this week they had the the expansion draft for the new team. Mm. Seattle, right? I definitely looking at because I didn't watch it live because I I just had to go to bed. But <laughs> looking at the uh, Vegas Golden Knights and Seattle because these were two relatively close expansion drafts, you could definitely see a difference. And I think that the uh, Kraken are going to have a a little bit of a tougher time. Really? They're not going to have that immediate success like uh, Vegas. Vegas took off like a fucking can, or yeah, like shot out like a rocket. Like they, uh, their first year, I think they made the Stanley Cup, didn't they? Yeah, which and is just unheard of for an expansion team. Yeah, and it just—I know we lost one of our good players, and it seems it, who'd you lose? Like we lost uh, Jordan Everly. Oh, okay. Wow. And yeah, but the good thing about it was he, they took with him his—I think he had a two-year deal left with like five point five million. Open up some cash so space. We we and then we got rid of Andrew Ladd, who was a big thing. So I think this year we're going to have a, a good run for a uh, big player. Um, the Devils. I don't think that they gave up much for this. Being your team, they uh, had no one to begin with. Ah. Yeah. <laughs> but you guys seem like you might be in a, a good spot to start doing some things. Who? The Devils. I am a casual hockey fan. Yes. I have no allegiance to anybody. I have no allegiance. I'm a free agent. You, you can always jump over and uh, just go with maybe like Buffalo. I'm, I'm, I'm just going to pick some random team. Like, what's the worst team in hockey right now? Buffalo. Buffalo? 
All right. <laughs> That's how you do it. If you really want to get into a sport, don't ever pick whoever just won the championship. Pick your pick the shittiest team because eventually they will become good one day. Look at Tom. Yes. Tom's been pulling for those Islanders for 16 years. <laughs> and finally, after year after year of hearing, this might be the year, this might be the year, It well, you know what? He's coming very close. So be like Tom in this yes. sense. <laughs> you see, I uh, when I got into basketball, I picked the Bulls. And I, I've been... Uh, I've been suffering for 20 years, <laughs> or not 20 years, about 15 years with the Bulls, <laughs> waiting for them to, to have that spark they had in the 90s, and it's just not going to happen. Yeah, see, that, that was where I kind of came in. I liked uh, Barkley, and it was right, it was his last year with the Sixers, mm-hmm. and then he went to Phoenix, and they, they did good, and I've been a Phoenix, if you will, I don't watch basketball, but if I had to pick an affiliation, it would be... Phoenix, and they just lost the championship. Yeah, so. they lost to the Bucks. Um, I, I, I'm going to butcher his name, but Gianna, he's a Greek, the Greek guy. He's probably the, other than LeBron James, he's probably like the best player in basketball. Um, I can't, Gianna something, I, I don't know his last name. But anyway, he had a quote, and his quote was, I could have gone to another team surrounded by all these all-stars and won a championship. But I did it with these guys, and we did it the tougher way, and we did it. And we won. And I I, yes. I liked that. I thought it was like a good shot at LeBron James. And I, I like that because I hate LeBron James. And yeah. it uh, and I, I like that. That Again, like I'm a Bulls fan, but I, I'm glad like a spunky team like the Bucks won it because they were, they've been good the last couple of years, and they've they, – same with the Suns. Like the Suns are, are, are like a scrappy team as well, and, and they – they got far, you know. So and a few years ago, they were shit. They were, they were shit. They were a bad team. Yeah, and they they slowly built up, which is good. And that's that's so I, I will give I, them credit. I respect that more than getting a bunch of all. And I'm a Yankee fan, <laughs> so go go figure that one out. But uh, yeah. Well, you know, they're not like how they were years ago. They they, you know, they they don't have too many guys anymore. But uh, yeah, I I. I I like that better. I have more respect for that as opposed to someone like LeBron James who surrounds himself with, you know, 10-time All-Stars and wins championships. And uh, uh, did you watch the new Space Jam? No, I refuse to. Well, let me tell you something. I watched, uh, I think it's a two-hour movie. I watched maybe an hour and a half of it. And I it got to a point where I'm like, I can't watch this anymore. It was fucking brutal. Brutal. He is no Jordan in any sense. His acting is shit. It was just very like hokey. They really bought in a lot of um, and I think they knew it was bad because they what they did was they have all these Warner Brother characters come in, like they're like they have a big basketball game at the end, and all these Warner like you know the Flintstones and Scooby Doo, and they have like um some guys from Game of Thrones. The audience is filled with all these like Easter egg characters, so you're not really watching what's going on. I'm busy looking in the audience to see who I could spot. Like I saw Space Ghost. I don't know if anyone really knows who Space Ghost is. Yeah, uh, yeah. So like that kind of thing. But it, it really that's what they they filled in there to to take away from how shitty this movie is. Just to you know see who you could spot, like a who's who of uh, Warner Brother characters. Um, it's 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 bad. 
Now, is it a reboot, a remake, or a re-imaging? What pissed me off, though, is that they really barely made any mention to the previous one. Like, at all. The only time they did is, uh, and it was kind of fun. I don't give a shit if it's spoiler. No one's going to watch it that's listening to this show. Uh, they're in the game. They're at halftime, and they're losing horribly. So Sylvester, the cat, comes and he goes, I found Michael Jordan. I found him. He was just hanging around. So everyone gets excited. And it turns out to be Michael B. Jordan. So uh, Sylvester goes, uh, "Well, because I, I, how can you mix him up?" Blah, blah blah. And he's like, "Well, it's been twenty five years. I thought he aged gracefully." <laughs> so that was like the only that was the only thing I laughed at. But uh, so that was the only throwback to the other movie that they really mentioned. And yeah, it was, it was kind of odd that they wouldn't really mention like, "Hey, we did this before. We could do it again." And they didn't say that. So I, it's yeah. Is what it is. Was, was Bill Murray in it? He was not. As is far, he, I mean, I watched. I didn't watch the last half hour, so I mean, I think I would have heard if he made an appearance, but he was not in it, and neither was okay. Newman. Newman was also not in this movie. Now, did hashtag Joan watch this with you? No, uh, I wouldn't let hashtag Joan watch this monstrosity. Okay, because I didn't know if she maybe saw the characters and enjoyed it because of no, that. No, no, no. She uh, she doesn't. She's all about Minnie Mouse these days. Okay. Yeah, she likes Minnie Mouse and Bluey. I don't know if anyone knows who Bluey is. He's an Australian dog. Oh, I thought it was a porn actress. No. <laughs> no. Jesus Christ, no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it could be, but not what she's watching. Maybe um, now, does she does she understand, like, can, does she say Minnie Mouse? Mm-hmm. Does she say, like, Mouse, anything like that? Does she know who the character is, or does oh, she just, no, from she, visual recognition? She, right? um, she'll say, she could say Minnie. Um, but like she has like a stuffed Minnie Mouse and Mickey Mouse. She'll be like, oh, where's where's Mickey? And she'll go and grab Mickey, or she'll go and grab Minnie if I say Minnie. Um, there's a stuffed. My mom, they went to Disney World uh, last year, two years ago, and she got like a goofy, a goofy stuffed animal, and it's sitting on her shelf, and she'll always reach for him. Um, so she knows who the characters are. Oh, okay. Like she can recognize them. Yeah, she's at that age where she can remember shit. Which is bad. <laughs> yes. So now I gotta kind of watch my P's and Q's, if you will. Yeah, I can remember when our kids had it, and you will go through. Right now, it's it's uh, what Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. Oh yeah, and she likes uh, well, she's obsessed with this Minnie's Boutique. Yes. Oh yeah. Which is now these are they're like three minute Sports. cartoon. Yeah. So. When we went out, when we went on vacation last week, we discovered that if we set one of our phones in front of her, she'll stare at it like a zombie. But the thing is, though, is that these are only three minutes long. So the second it's over, I mean, the second it's over, she starts getting antsy in her in her uh, high chair. So we have to like quickly press play for the next one to come on. It just won't automatically roll over. There's like a two minute credit sequence afterwards, and she doesn't want to sit through it. So she's very impatient. So uh, she's she's a typical new WWF fan. Yeah, te- yeah, she is. She'll enjoy the new wrestling, that's for sure. But she, uh, yeah, she's so she's very about Minnie. Um, that's like the thing. Like if we put it on, like it's you can't even get her attention. She's like zoned in. Yeah, so she likes that. And I tried putting Mickey Mouse Clubhouse back on, which is how we started with this, and she she doesn't really want to watch it. <laughs> she wants to watch Minnie and Daisy, and they're hijacks. Yeah. You're eventually gonna, from 
my experience. You're going to end up probably flowing in, and if I'm not sure if it's still on new or if they're just going to be reruns, but you, you have Disney Plus, so you, you should be in a good way yeah. for a long time. Um, she'll get into like uh, Princess Sophia and all that, so yeah. you're all right when it comes to and, and gradually introduce her to these things. Don't give them all at once because there, there was a few like uh, what is it, Little Einsteins? Yeah, like I we remember. we kind of just let Disney play, and they wanted all of them, and then with two of them, they would end up fighting over what to watch. <laughs> if you slowly integrate each show and just let her watch like as a block, mm-hmm. that's my suggestion to you. Oh, that's what we tried. Cause she's so obsessed, and like, at one point last week, my wife had to go out during the day, and I was home working, so I'm like, I'll watch her. So, she's. I watched Minnie for like six hours, um, and I'm like, I can't watch this anymore. Like, so I'll try turning something else on, and she didn't want it. She, she started getting like crazy, so I had to turn Minnie Mouse back on. So finally, if her back's turned and Minnie ends, I can change it to something else. Okay. And she won't really notice it. But if you change it halfway through, forget it. She does not like well, you that. Need- you need to get like a laser pen and just start getting her trained like a cat. Like so like cat, once it's yeah. over, you have her chase the laser pen and then you can put on what you That's, want. I might have to. I might have to do that. <laughs> these are these are parenting skills I will bestow on I'm you. Gonna, I'm going to have to order one from Amazon after the show and get one. <laughs> but yeah, she's uh, become quite obsessed. Yeah, it, it, you, you will go through hell, especially having a girl. Um you will watch shows that you do not have any interest in, but you're just going to sit there and watch. And eventually, you will almost start to enjoy them. Yeah, that's happening. There's, and <laughs> you're going to get become, like, obsessed. Like, uh, many, many, I've seen, again, like, they're three-minute shorts, and there's, like, three seasons. She'll watch twice in a day, blow through it. Mm-hmm. That's not, I'm not even exaggerating. It's, like, twice, because they're so short. Um... But the blue, this Bluey show, like I'll actually, I'll kind of sit and watch. <laughs> I'll watch with it because it's, it's they're Australian. It's hard to, it's hard to kind of turn your head from that, that wonderful accent they have. Yes. Um, speaking of Australia, I, I watched Mad Max the other day. You ever the seen original the, or the, no, the new one? I never seen the new, the original because I haven't seen it in a long time. And I, I kind of want to. I never saw the second one. I saw the first one, I saw Thunderdome, and I, I never saw the last one they put out, which I hear is phenomenal. Yes, for a, like a, if you will, a modern take like on a it. A big budget take. Yeah. Yeah, I watched the, the first one, and I, I mean, it's really, like I said, I saw Thunderdome years ago, but seen from the first one to the third one, like, just... It's like uh, apples and oranges almost. Like it's very the first that first one's so low budget. Oh yeah, so low budget. Good movie. Yes. But the thing I've kind of discovered is that like, thank God more came after that because I can't see that first one being any memorable <laughs> for any reason. No. You know, it's very it's it's like a it's like an Australian B movie. Yeah. Um, like that was a movie that definitely needed a franchise behind it for people to go back and watch it kind of thing. 
And when you think about it, though, with the movies, not counting the new remake or reboot, whatever you want to call it, they really did go from being a B-movie in its complete essence to making it into a blockbuster. Yeah, if you really did. I mean, they, they really did do a good changing of it in the marketing. It was, it was a, a phenomenal transformation, if you will. The f- and with the f- I've been reading a lot about the, f- the funny part is is that all four of those movie all four Mad Max movies they all got rave reviews. Mm-hmm. Like there's not the from what the critics say there's not a bad one among them. No. So I'm gonna start watching the second one this weekend because um, I've never seen it before. So I'm curious how that how that'll turn out. But yeah, I found that cool that like all f- like usually in the franchise you'll get like one bad one, but. Yeah. Uh, all four, and there's supposedly more in the way. So, yeah. Yeah, I kind of I I saw that they were doing uh, Indiana Jones on like they had a like a marathon of it quick, and I didn't get time to tape it. Mm-hmm. But then they're they're playing them. You know, they'll play them sporadically throughout the week. So I got all those taping, and my kids actually like those, which is shocking that they would like that because they're that's really not their uh, their wheelhouse, but they. Once I think this weekend is when they start taping, or next weekend. Mm-hmm. So we'll have a one day when, if it's like a rainy Saturday, that's going to be the uh, the agenda. Just cranking through all of them. I have never seen the fourth one. It was I, bad. Yeah, and I, that's but, exactly why I never really gave it an effort to go see it. Like I know it has to do with like aliens, which I'm all about, but I've heard it's not good at all. <laughs> it. A big thing I think with it is, and that's what scares me about the upcoming one, is Harrison Ford's getting older. Yeah. And it's hard to imagine him at that age and now at this age doing something like this, yeah. where I think him being Han Solo, it was good because he, there wasn't too much action that he needed to do in the new Star Wars, but it was believable because he was an old man. Well, I think with that fourth one, what they were going to try and do is pass the torch to Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. And that just fell flat. Yeah, so, well, I mean, he's a nut job. Yeah, well, yeah, that, that too. But So I think that's why they're doing this one, to kind of redeem the franchise. Yeah. So I'm hoping that it's good, because I do... The, the, the first three are absolutely fantastic. Some, probably my... In my top five trilogies of all time. What's your favorite one out of the three of them? Uh, I like Last Crusade. That's a good one. I just, I like the story of it, and I like the fact that Connery was in it, because he added that, again, that elder, non-action, but a little bit, element to it, which I thought was good. Mm-hmm. But uh, the other two... I, 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 I really love them all. They, they are really just great movies. Temple of Doom is always my favorite one. Yeah. I love... I, I watched the shit out of that movie when I was a kid. And you're right, all three are... Last Crusade is just as good, but Temple of Doom is the one I always kind of go to because I think that's what really sort of... Uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark is good, but Temple of Doom brought it to a whole other level. Yeah, and uh, that's that's out of the th- those that original three. I I that's my favorite one out of the three of them. Oh, absolutely! I mean, it, it, and that's the worst part. Like, you don't see movies like that anymore. Like, just 
great movies all around, great story, great action. Yeah. And I mean, now, especially now, I, I think that was at the peak of, like, it was that pre-CGI shit, and, like, you just see a lot of those movies now, and it's just, they're not good. Mm-hmm. And I think, I know I'm going to get, like, beat up for this, but, like, you look at the Marvel movies, and a lot of it is CGI. It's great, like, writing and stories, but I don't think that the the production, if you will, is as good. And I know we, we talked about this with the Movie Snob episode a few weeks ago, mm-hmm. but it, it, it just, it's, it was more of a believable action. Yeah. As opposed to that now. And you don't get that, like, human character that's the action hero anymore, mm-hmm. other than, like, shoot 'em ups yeah, no, you don't see. You're, well, that's the that's what we're living in now. Is that you know, <clears throat> those movies hit it big, so now all the movie companies are doing something to that liking, like these uh, over the top uh, heroes, superheroes, if you will. That's what's uh, they know that's going to make the the most money is because that's what's hot right now. So yeah, and and in all honesty. That's where I kind of like, uh, like out of the Marvel movies, the more I, the more I see it, the more I kind of like it are the Deadpools. Yeah. Those are great movies. They, they're just, cause it's not that, that typical, like over the top. Granted it is over the top, but it's over the top because of the character. I, I think it's just a, a great character fixed in with just, I don't want to say believable action, but like action that fits that character. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, they're fan. Those those oh. two movies are great. Those are two movies I could kind of watch anytime. Like yeah. a, lot of, a lot of Marvel movies, I'll I'll watch them once, maybe twice, and I really won't go back to them. Like there's a few, maybe I'll I'll put on, but like Dead, those two Deadpool movies, I love. Like, I think they did a fantastic job with those movies. Yeah. So I know they're gonna make a third one. Uh, with the you know the, tying him into like the Marvel universe, so I'm kind of curious to see how that goes, and I hope it'll be like the same uh, the same style of movie. And, and that's the thing, though it, it it adds that element of comedy which you don't get in the Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. So right. I don't know. We'll, we'll see how that goes. Yeah. Yeah. But. So. Well, all right. Let's uh, let's wind this up. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter. Bull in the Ring PC, Instagram Bull Ring PC, uh, Facebook under the Joe Tom moniker. Uh, you can find us on Podbean, Podcoin, Spotify, Google Podcast, and Apple Music. If you haven't already, please hit please hit the subscribe button uh, and rate and review us. Yes, and <laughs> if you do follow us on social media, it, I don't know. This is just me right now. It seems like we are. Uh, being a little bit, if you will, shadow banned. Again? Not on the aspect of being completely taken off, but... And this is just my take on, on uh, social media lately. It's turned into shit. Oh, and yeah. I think we could do a, a whole show on this, on how it, bad it is. But I guess this is maybe just like a quick uh, little thing. It seems like we do not get the likes, do not get the... Uh, retweets if you will or the anything like that anymore and looking at the insight of it it just it seems a little unusual 
Well, look what look what social media is full of, Tom. And that should tell you right there. Exactly. Yeah. So maybe we'll do a show on that and we can vent on that maybe a little we more. Will. But that sounds good. Well, all right. Well, well until, that'll be for that'll be for another week. Sounds good. All right. Well, until next time, I am Joe. I am Tom. And we'll see you next time right here on Bulls in the Ring. Show!